Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Today with Kent Sterling. It is Wednesday, August 12th, 2020, and we're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, best dentist in the world. He wants to be your dentist. Allow him to take great care of your teeth. 317-849-2933. We're going to talk to Indiana Pacers head coach Nate McMillan about the Pacers game coming up this afternoon, 4 o'clock against the Houston Rockets and his contract extension. We're also going to talk to Brian Baker, the defensive line coach for the Indianapolis Colts. And I'm telling you, if you're a Colts fan and you like aggressive play at the defensive front, you are going to love Brian Baker and what he brings to this party for the Indianapolis Colts. He is the right guy to take these pieces, put it together, and raise hell in offensive backfields. First, let's talk about the Big Ten, the decision that they made yesterday. Let's talk about the SEC, the Big 12, the Pac-12, the ACC. Big 10 yesterday decided they're going to pull the plug on fall football. I'm telling you, they have not guaranteed there's going to be spring football. People keep talking about spring football like it's a fait accompli. Like like Kevin Warren, the commissioner of the Big 10, said, we're going to have spring football. He never said that. He said, we'll consider spring football. What that means to me is they're not going to have spring football. How can you ask these young bodies to go through two football seasons in about an eight-month period of time? You absolutely can't. And a lot of the best talent from the best schools in the Big Ten are going to be gone because they're going to go and try to prepare themselves for the NFL draft. It makes no sense. Spring football makes no sense whatsoever. There will be no spring football. I'm telling you that right now. You're going to see football again for the Big Ten and the Pac-12 come the fall of 2021. Now, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12, that's a different party. All right, let's talk about the Indiana Pacers. They take on the Houston Rockets 4 o'clock this afternoon. We welcome to the show the great Nate McMillan, the head coach of the Indiana Pacers. Let's talk about T.J. Warren being down. Malcolm Brogdon, we know, is down. How does T.J. being down kind of affect the rotation? Well, again, uh, this is what we've been dealing with. Uh, We will uh, start Jakar at the four position with Miles Turner uh, at the five. So we will, uh, you know, 
get uh, a bigger lineup uh, in in this lineup, uh, and we'll have everybody has to be ready to go. Uh, that will leave some minutes for uh, Alize to play uh, coming off the bench, uh, possibly T.J. Leaf. Uh, Gogo will play some minutes at the five. So uh, everybody has to be ready to go. Can you talk about your extension a little bit, contract extension today? By the way, congratulations. And your relationship with Kevin Pritchard? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really a one-year extension, and uh, we just felt that it was appropriate with this uh, unusual year uh, to uh, to finish out this season. Uh, it was really necessary and appropriate uh, to do a one-year extension uh, uh, with the group. I'll have the opportunity to go into the future, uh, you know, with with the team. But really, an unprecedented year. Uh, to finish uh, this season off. And, uh, you know, Kevin and I, you know, we've been working together uh, for a long time. And, uh, you know, I, have, I certainly uh, have trust in him. And uh, he has shown the trust in me, uh, you know, with uh, the opportunities that uh, he and the Pacers have provided. How'd the extension come about? We've, we've been talking about this probably for the last month or so. And, uh yeah, uh, and we again, we both talked about uh, really this unprecedented uh, season. We didn't know if it would finish. And when we saw that uh, we were going to restart, uh, really, it, it wasn't based on anything other than, look, let's stay together for another year and, uh, and uh, work into the future. And it's not going to be based off of uh, what happens uh, in this restart. Have you ruled Domas out for the year? No, we have not ruled out uh, Domas. Uh, he's feeling a little better, but not uh, uh, good enough to uh, return right now. So, uh, but right now he is out indefinitely. Uh, there's still a window for him to uh, to return, but we have no uh, date right now confirmed. Scott, go ahead. Yeah, Nate, like you were saying, this for you again, um, this is something usually waits till after the season. So what was your reaction and, and maybe when did Nate first approach, approach you about this, considering, you know, status quo normally is the case here? All right, that's Nate McMillan, head coach of the Pacers. Hopefully the Pacers get a W this afternoon and put a little bit of pressure on the Heat. We want that game on Friday to mean something for that to happen. Pacers, they got to win today. The Heat. They got to lose. Then we go into Friday and you're playing for the fourth overall seed. Let's go in the East. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts with defensive line coach for the Colts, the great Brian Baker. Brian, thank you for joining the show. Uh, tell me, if you can, how tough it is to balance the need to rotate a whole bunch of guys with the need to have the hot hand working toward getting to the quarterback and expressing competitive dominance in that situation. I love that question because it's preferenced on what I'm hoping to do, and that's establish dominance. If that's if we do that, then then it becomes really easy, because uh, you know that old thing about you know I use a phrase with with the guys. Hey, you know everybody needs to prepare. Again, goes back to the first thing uh, or one of the questions I answered early. Be the best you can be, and prepare to play like a starter. Because if you're on the field, you are. You know they they don't they're not going to let us play with 11 plus the backups. We got 11, right? So if you're on the field, you're one of those guys, whether it's in the, you know, first play of the game or, the, you know, seventh player of the game, 
you know, it doesn't matter. You got to play. So if we're if we're dominating the line of scrimmage and and that rotation uh, is helping us do that, then it really becomes an easy thing for me. I mean, um, and I played a hot guy. You know, I mean, this isn't. Uh, as someone mentioned earlier, I've done this a while. This isn't my first rodeo. Uh, so when we get into those, you know, we get into those money downs, money situations, third down, you know, red zone, uh, certainly fourth quarter, close game, then, then you know, we're playing the hot guy. And if that hot guy, hopefully that hot guy is still fresh. Uh, and, and if so, then I've done my job and those guys have done their jobs. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you're, you know, you asking, hey, why so-and-so not in the game in the fourth quarter? Oh, what's that crazy old dude over there doing? It's because the other guy was hot. You know what I mean? I mean, he was he was hot. I mean, hot is how you play, not how much you're getting paid. It's it's what you do, you know? So, I mean, in those situations, and we'll find that out by rotating, actually, it, who is actually producing? You know, that's that's your day, man. You're You're that guy. You got that other guy's number. So, you know, you know, my job is to put the best front out there. And sometimes those situations can dictate that. You got a lot of young guys vying for roster spots. What's your message to those guys? And the most important part for us to be an effective front is cohesiveness. And the better, best way to be cohesive is if everybody can be kind of doing the same thing. Uh, and that same thing is developing to be the best that they can be. Okay, not looking over their shoulder, not counting snaps, not comparison what they're doing to the other guy, because those are all distractions. And as an NFL player, and I think really at any level as a player, you can't achieve the best. You can't maximize your skill set, maximize your opportunities, take advantage of your reps and all those other things, time on the grass, time in the meeting. You can't maximize all those opportunities if you're distracted by, okay, what if? You know, because bottom line, they can't control the what ifs. All they can control is the ifs. If I become the best I can be, then I put my best foot forward, and then the results are what they are. And if they're good, they're good. If they're not as good, at least you can go look yourself in the mirror and say, all right, I gave it my best. I, this is the best I have. This is the best I can be. And, and you really have no regrets. You might have disappointment, but you have no regrets. So that's the message I, I gave to those guys. is like you can't control any of that other stuff. So don't think about it. It's absolutely a meaningless distraction. Concentrate on you perfecting your craft, developing your skill set, understanding the what's and the why's, and do it every day. Do it every day. Are you looking forward to seeing DeForest Buckner take on Quentin Nelson in practice? Uh, not particularly, because he had not play Quentin in the game. So, uh, and I don't mean to like piss on the parade. Oh, <laughs> Coach, we were so excited. You know, you, you, you know, I, I, I sound a little bit like my wife. Break, makes me guilty of all the time. She calls me the wet blanket sometimes. I got all daughters and they get all jacked up. Dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. You know, <laughs> she, she kills me on there all the time. But no, now I am excited about having the opportunity every day to work against our offensive line. And I think I remember uh, Buck actually, you know, talking about this when you guys may have asked me that question before. You know, when you get a chance to, to work against a really good group, a really talented group, you get better or you get beat and we're not in the habit of getting beat. So, and neither, and neither are they. So I think the opportunity to compete against a really talented group of guys, whether it's, you know, Q or Ryan, I mean, Ryan, I think does some tremendous things that that's going to really help uh, Grover become a better player. We were talking about that some today, you know, or an experienced guy like Anthony and uh, the different, different ways that he and Justin can develop each other, even at their advanced, you know, uh, status, you know, advanced years in the league. 
that that helps. You know, iron definitely iron uh, sharpens iron, and I believe somebody even said that uh, in one of your interviews, and I believe in that. Uh, that part gets me excited. You know, the buck versus Q. Maybe that happens. It happens, but but the overall excitement of of our defensive line getting a chance to work every day against a really talented offensive line, that does get me excited. How's Kamoko Ture doing? How's his progress? Well, you know what excites me is more, uh, more so than really his progress. Because to be honest with you, you know, I don't, I don't really kind of get into that as a coach. I'm, you know, you're either available or you aren't. You know, it's kind of no in-between for me uh, because it becomes a distraction for me. So, you know, just like I tell the players, don't get distracted by things you can't control. I try to, you know, practice, you know, try to put that, that into practice. But what does excite me about uh, Kamoko is his excitement to learn, you know, we, you know, obviously as a coach, you challenge yourself every day to try to make guys better every day. And that means, you know, teaching them something they may not have had before or giving them a different perspective on things. And Kimo and I have really kind of had a good relationship that way. There are quite a few things um, maybe that was taught to him before. He just didn't understand it a certain way. And there seems to be a little bit of a, you know, a light coming on with some things to the point where he's actually excited about getting out there and using some of those things. Uh, there were some things about his game that I thought he could improve and having a chance to point those out and having them actually understand them, uh, I think, you know, was really exciting to me. And I'm looking forward to see if he can really, you know, apply them. Obviously, you know, understanding one thing, sitting comfortably in a chair, is a lot different than putting your hand in the dirt, you know, getting ready to go against a 300-pounder. So, you know, being, you know, seeing his application in some of those things uh, are the things that, that I'll definitely look forward to. But his excitement about learning those things are the most exciting things right now in Amoeba Chemo. Hey, when you get to third down, is it put the best four out there, the guys who can get to the passer, or is it about fit and, and how these guys work together? It's, it's, you know, okay, who are the guys that, you know, we feel like have the best opportunity to get to the quarterback? Uh, but not every great pass rusher can be a great pass rusher from every position. So it is a little bit of, you know, finding guys who are productive inside uh, versus outside, you know, finding those guys who uh, can play, you know, who, who's, a, you know, got the versatility to be a productive player on the left and the right. Uh, you know, going into the season, I love to match guys up. The places I've been when we've had the most success uh, disruption, disrupting the quarterback have been uh, places where we've had players uh, that feel comfortable rushing from a number of different spots. Uh, I even had that philosophy and, you know, in college back in the day with Georgia Tech where I had to, I mean, not Georgia, well, Georgia Tech too, way back then, but at Mississippi State most recently, you know, where we had a couple of those All-Americans that we could move around and do some things. So having the ability to get, for guys to feel comfortable attacking the quarterback from different spots gives you a tremendous amount of flexibility as a coach. And certainly uh, Coach Eberflus and I are going to find out the best places for these guys to be productive and you know, hopefully put a tremendous amount of pressure on the quarterback. That's Brian Baker, D-line coach for the Indianapolis Colts. I, when you talk to Brian Baker, what you want to do is find a helmet and, a, and some pads, put them on, and go hit people. That's what I like in a defensive line coach. Uh, coming up tomorrow, breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock, live on Facebook, and then also at about 8.15 on Periscope. And on Twitter, it's a show so nice we do it twice. I cannot wait to talk to you then, hopefully celebrating a big Indiana Pacers victory.